0: What you are about to witness is the conception of a podcast right out of thin air. Follow us as we grow. Let's start the show. Welcome to the podcast. This is our first uh, ever podcast together. I'm your host, Miles Brown.
1: And my name is Amir Browder.
0: And today we are going to kick it off with some intros. Get to know us. Um, uh, I'm Miles Brown. I own and operate a couple businesses in. Uh, Maryland, DC, and Virginia, better known as the DMV. I own a uh, cleaning company called Senate Cleaning. I also paint. Um, you can check out my stuff on milesabrowngallery.com, and that's miles with a Y. Um, I also hold patents. So the more this podcast goes on, we're going to dive deeper into intellectual property and how I feel like that's the new real estate. Um, and that's, that's enough for me right now. You, you can give them
1: more later. <laughs> oh, man, you didn't, you didn't say enough, man. You didn't say enough. But uh, my name is Amir Browder. I'm the owner and curator of OMDC. Um, it's a platform for independent and emerging artists of all disciplines. Um, I've been established in this um, creative field since 2014 as far as a... Um, A kind of retail retail space. I started off at the Anacosti Art Center and now here at 52 L Street, Northwest DC Um, and we're going to give you some really (laughs) cool topics and talk about some really interesting things that have ran across your timeline or run across just things in general that can uh, make your uh, week a little cooler. Cool, cool. So let's jump right into our first
0: topic and the recent slaying of the, the young rapper Takeoff. Oh, God. Yes. Really a tough one, Um, but also not really, I would say, surprising in today's day and time. I think we see more rappers, like they say, rapping is one of the most dangerous occupations in America right now, you know?
1: And uh, I don't I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I'm from mm-hmm. the old school. Um, y'all can do the math. I was born in 1979, so y'all can figure that out. Um, and as far as when I was coming up, the biggest rappers that were killed were, of course, Biggie and Tupac, Eazy okay. uh, and Big L and Big Pun. Dada, you know, uh, pretty much natural causes in a sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like but um the murders are, are is, is so shocking and so jarring that um it doesn't it doesn't even seem like it's real because when i was growing up rappers were like you don't touch a
0: rapper like mm-hmm. he's not, not doing do anything not in
1: the streets yeah he's <laughs> not doing he's just telling a story <laughs> about the streets yeah, <laughs> like leave right. the rapper alone like he's just he's he's a poet that Let the poet rock, you know what I mean? And now it's like the rappers are so gun-ho, no pun intended, on being like living what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's crazy to me because like I started to see the pickup in murders mm. Mm. when drill music came out. Like mm. gangster rap, there were there were deaths of rappers. Of course. But I don't think I started to see like one a week or something like that until drill music. And I used to uh, listen to a lot of like the academics. He would like course, follow the, the drill w- music scene and the war and the Charac, Charac, yeah. Charac, of and it's almost like they 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 made mockery of death.
1: Well, well, well. So we got to We got to get into it if, if, if we're going to talk about that. You got to understand what Chicago is. Yeah. Chicago's gangs. Yeah. You're talking about from Al Capone on up mm-hmm. to the um, uh, what's the gentleman in jail now? Is it Larry Hoover? Yeah. Larry Hoover, like this is, that's Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents are from, my father's from Chicago. Okay. And um, it it is a different type of animal out there. So they it doesn't, I don't think it has to do with black or white. I think that's the way their culture. is That's set the up. culture, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with the internet and things like that, people think, "Oh, it's just it's just uh, drill, drill music, things that nature." No,
0: they would be doing this if they did not have <laughs> <That's> drill music. <laughs> I, I feel you, been, and, and but it's 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 the glorification, yes, because I'm I'm seeing drill music make more of a way in other states now because it's not just. Tapped into Chicago. It's in New York now. New York has their own version of drill music, which now they—I mean, New York has always been the streets, you know. Like, but the gang affiliations, I feel like, have kind of broadened, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, well, well see, I—I I, I got a couple guys who um, put me on to a lot of gang when it comes to this drill. I have a friend of mine. Um, and he'll be on this podcast also. thanks an amazing artist, and and we grew up together. You know, I known him for about 32 years of my life, and we're big hip hop fans, aficionados, whatever you want to call it. And um, he put me on to the London drill scene. Mm. Now this is back in 2007. Don't they call it grind? There you go. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. it. It's that same beat, that pop smoke beat. Most of it. I love. And
0: my thing mm-hmm. is, I love the UK. You know, I think they got some some dope artists. You know, like their swag is is, is, Swag's is, different. is, is definitely different. Swag is different. Oh wait, I think I think we got a guest. First guest. <laughs> There's you know, some Mr. Rogers stuff right here. Yo. <laughs> we got we got our we got our first. We got the we got the Alamo, got little our, Malbec. Entrepreneur of the week stopping by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got our first guest ever. Hey, hey, how's it going,
2: man? How are you doing? Sitting good. It's a right. pleasure to meet you, Miles. Pleasure, man. Come over and sit.
1: What can he, he say, Miles?
2: Right in the middle. Okay. Don't oh, mess oh, up our oh. beautiful
1: plan. Alright. This is beautiful. I know. i not mess up. Uh, I know. I no no, no no you we're,
2: good yeah, as yeah, like stuff.
1: some
0: Mr. Rogers stuff. <laughs> come oh, on man.
1: over. We just talking about uh come on, sit on that. We just talking about this uh, uh I can't pop scene and uh let us introduce one of my best friends ever in life. Uh you know, um I met uh I don't know what you wanna go by Sunny? Oh, you wanna go by something? I met Sunny at the airport. Mm. That sounds kind of weird. But uh, I met I met I met I met, met Sunny DC airport when I uh, had a space there in twenty seventeen, um, and I had a kiosk there uh, that was pretty much um, a a annex of um, um, you, you know um, having local. Um, vendors and and designers and um, makers of all disciplines to showcase their work, and uh, Sonny pulled up on me mm-hmm. uh, that one day. I don't was it like in January or something? No, uh, no, it could have been January. It was, it was warm. It was warm. It was, it was yeah. It was so I remember. It was so it had to be like August, whatever. Like it was oh, summertime. Yeah. Summertime. Cool, cool. And um, Sonny came. I was like, yo, this dude's cool as hell, man. How the hell did you find me? <laughs> I'm like, okay. This is this is this is, this is cool, and uh, we've just been rocking ever since. Um, he told me what he was about, and uh, it's just been a great, a just a great friendship. You and know, I'm not gonna lie. I love to see that honestly because
0: mm-hmm. as black men, a lot of times like our friendships are kind of on the low. Like yeah. they don't never put that in the forefront where like black men can be very loyal to each other, you know, it's not always this backbiting or nah. hating or anything nah. like that. Like nah. I see so much love, but it's good that we have a platform to put that out there, you yeah,
1: know yeah. what I'm saying? So um uh, let's uh Hear about you. Allow you to 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 to, read, <laughs> to allow you to reintroduce yourself. Um, <laughs> Thank you, thank you
2: brother, I, mean, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me here uh, this this evening with you. Uh, yeah, my name is Sonny, I go by Sonny and I was raised in New York City, uh, here transplanting the DMV and in, uh, living out in, in, in Maryland, beautiful, beautiful state of Maryland um, and I have been in, in the space of uh, like men's grooming um, and, and developing that craft and really concentrating on that industry professionally for the last five years um, and, and really just kind of uh, buried down in my head into into the culture of what we all know is the barbershop, we all know and love, um, but also digging deeper and discovering like where are the areas that we can... Uh, innovate and kind of challenge the very industry and culture that we do love and enjoy and, and what does the next 10, 15 years look like for us? Um, and so I you know was kind of been on this journey of self-discovery and understanding self-care and understanding to your point what does it mean as a black man to take care of self exactly. right while maintaining my, 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 my relationships with you know, my best friends and while maintaining relationships with family and also taking care of my mental. And so a lot of that has been um brought me to the point of the chair, uh which is a significant place. Is that the name of it? No, chair? no, the name of it is Groom Guy. Sorry, okay. forgive me. The name of the company is Groom Guy. And where's it located? And we're located in Washington, D.C. Um, and yours truly hotel in downtown. Um, oh. We, so we 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 decided to, we came together with my brother Amir on this on this concept, both with his design influence. And then me kind of being able to conceptualize like once again where do we uh, where do we want to push this thing forward? Uh, we you know groom guy came alive in, 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 in the pivot of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all had to move and mm-hmm. shift oh, God. Uh, a lot of the very industries we all know and love. Everybody had to figure out new solutions, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to these temporary problems. Yes, sir. And so we were like, well, hey, why not we become a lifeline to the hospitality industry? Man, I,
0: I enjoy that. I, I think what I'm hearing the most is that entrepreneurship is the synergy here. You of know? course, of course. And the thing that I get from like grooming is that it actually takes a lot of mental stability to mm. want to stay on top of your hygiene. Mm. And one of the things that I feel like you can tell somebody's mental isn't really there mm. is when they start to let themselves kind of go. Mm. And when I see clean cut brothers, I know mental is, you know, clear, mm-hmm. they taking care of themselves, they focus, they moving. So to be at the forefront of that industry, you probably run into a lot of guys who have their mind right, entrepreneur, maybe really nice paying jobs, educated, you
2: know, like tell me about a lot of your mm-hmm. clientele,
0: Who's who, who, are, who are you focused
2: on? Sure, sure. So, so, uh. All, on the baseline of that, yes, to your point, we do have a lot of people who are, you know, you say who uh, are, are well-off or young professionals, right? Um, have a certain level of certainty about themselves, say so they know what they want. Um, and also we want to create a new, a, new, a new standard, if you will, right? What does premium service look like uh, for stepping into this, into this space? Uh, I was greatly inspired by companies like Nike, great companies like, you know, Apple, and how do we make something that's, that's, um, that's design-wise, that's easy for people to feel like there's enough space, uh, makes them feel safe, uh, uh, comfortable, and transparent. So it's a boutique, you know what I mean? No, Now no, Sonny,
1: uh, I was just with you the other day and mm-hmm. you had this amazing um, uh, gathering of local um, um, groomers or, 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 mm-hmm. or, 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 or barbers. It. And it was simply amazing um he did, he did this all by himself um he invited these he had this thing he, he had this uh, cocktail called the kickback mm-hmm. over at your truly hotel and he invited um different uh barbers and groomers to come through and they came through and supported and they and they all were able to speak with each other and uh, network as you like to say and it was and it was simply beautiful Thank you. um what Gives you the ideas to to do things like that, especially on your own. Know, you had no help at all. You, you you did it. You executed it to a T,
2: and it was beautiful. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, a, a, a lot of it is offline, hearing from my from my very colleagues, right? A, a lot of it is being solution driven, mm-hmm. right? So Groom Guy is very much an agency too, right? Because. Mm-hmm you would in the space of an agency, you hire an agent or someone to fix or solve a problem. Right. right definitely. And so uh, that's kind of where we want to continue to move and push the needle of this company. Right. So, so to your point, when we hear about the pandemic and how there was just a, that there was an, an exhaustion from a lot of barbers and owners and stylists and colorists who aren't able to come together but, but yet, they're still, um, they're, they're still being asked to come to work every day and cut hair. They're still being asked to do all of these things to provide for the very people, right? Uh, and they're committed to, but what's being, what's being uh, given to them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we, we spend all of these times as hairdressers, as barbers, as colorists, to, to hear your stories, right? As clients who come and see us every day. But the biggest question is, I think someone always said, was who's there to hear ours? And so I wanted to be able to give uh, a space, an area for, you know, these playmakers, if you will, community playmakers, I like to call them, and say, look, like, where are you at? How are you feeling? How can we be a support group support, to you? Support group. And then what does this circle of influence look like, right? Without feeling like I'm trying to, I'm not selling anything. You know, this isn't some promo thing that you see. You know, this is just merely about how you doing that's what's up. I mean you you very rarely like growing
0: up, when I used to have to go to the barbershop, right, I had to mentally get myself prepared for the foolishness that was gonna be going on yeah, at that yeah, yeah. so shop. Yeah, somebody sell you a master Somebody you So it's it's like it's it's amazing to have that that thought of, man, I got a I got a space where it used to be toxic. Yeah. But now you create in spaces where people can actually feel at home and feel relaxed and feel comfortable, not feel badgered. You know the, yeah. like you said, the guy bursting in DVDs.
1: We got you know, yeah. it's like yeah, nobody got time for that. Be good and and but we got to understand it's no disrespect. Right, right, right. right. Uh, it's no, it's no disrespect to those because everybody husband. has their place. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. as 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 I've gotten older, I mean, I started going to grooming. I was just like twenty seven years old. I'm 43 now, so I started going there at 27 years old, and I noticed a difference as far as just the service that was given. Not saying the other service was not, I just wanted a different, I want somebody to bring me, like, from Hennessy while I'm getting my haircut. (laughs) That sounds good to me. I'll pay 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, I I didn't want to be like, yo, I got you next, I got you next, and that's cool, that's, that's gangster, but I just wanted it to be a different type of experience. You know, and um, and that's and that's what and that's all what it's about. And, and um, groom guy and Sonny are providing a different type of experience. You're talking about like in a hotel, right? That's unheard of, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's so. it's it, it's unheard of. And the way that it's been done has been done in a way that is thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, very um, uh, intimate. And is extremely, um, it's it's cultural, but it also has an element of cool. Mm, you need that. You need you need you need you need you need all those things. So he's good, He has the art. He has the the the, the books from Japan. The, the yeah. magazines from Japan, and yeah. and all these different things that make up a um, groom guide, which I've seen. With my own eyes, like, I've seen it start. With my, with my own eyes, I've seen this. So I'm, I'm able to be like, yo. This
0: is dope. This is dope. <laughs> this is dope. Like, like this,
1: is, and what this think, is dope. I
0: think what's crazy to me, too, is, like, understanding, like, that so much starts from just an idea. Yeah, Yeah. Like, your mind can literally animate anything you really want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good to have an outlet to actually hear mm. people who conceptualized in their mind, and then you actualize yeah. in real life. Yeah. So, yeah. man, hats off to you. Oh, so I appreciate you. it. <laughs> you, know, you know what's
1: crazy? I was, I was, I was talking yesterday. I'm talking to a girl about this, and I said, um, "Do you know how was how crazy it was to invent a plane? Do you know how crazy it was to invent electricity? Do you know how crazy it was to invent shoes?" She was like, well, why did you? I said, they just tapped in. I said, we all have that potential to tap in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just tapped into something. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it was to create a plane. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: no, I think necessity is the 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 is is it forces but you to But a plane? I know. Yeah. How Maybe. do you think of a plane, dog? Yeah. You wanna get somewhere
2: fast. Do you know how I mean? people was like, yo, this is y'all crazy. are crazy. crazy. <laughs> y'all are super crazy. And many people, and when they tried to test it out too, many people died. You know what I mean? <laughs> One of those things that like, it was a lot on the line that you had to sacrifice, right? You and know that's what I mean? Big, and that's the biggest That's, a, that's the biggest thing. It's like, when you want to create and think big, especially as black males, A, how, much, how far are you willing to sacrifice exactly. for it? Yeah. And how much help are you going to ask for it? My brother Amir, mm-hmm. I had to ask for help, you know what I mean? When I had this idea, it wasn't just me. It was a community of us. And then it started to really take shape and form. But we've also got to have, we got to put our guards down in our community. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, wait a minute, I, I, I may have a part of it, but there's somebody else that I know that could help me complete this idea, Most definitely. you know, and trust each other on that. And when the trust is there and you, and you build on something, you be... You can, you, can you can fly. You can fly. You know what I mean? I love
0: that, man. Because it's like, our guards are up to the point sometimes where like, because like I've been in business for years as well. Mm-hmm. So I've so had I've that. had mm-hmm. partnerships, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where everything seems so good. Like, everybody seemed like they was in your corner. Everything was going well. Mm-hmm. Then you find out it was some trickery in the contract. It's trickery, trickery. Mm-hmm. You know? And then intellectual property is stolen. And then this thing you gave two years of your life is now boom yeah. vanished. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. it it breeds like yeah. being an entrepreneur breeds trust issues. Sure, but it also breeds that mind of how can I bet faster? You know, how can I mentally walk in a room, see somebody, and understand? Okay, this person's BS, but this person's genuine. You know, this person is literally giving me the real, and I know the real when I see the real. So it's like the l's make you so much sharper anyway so it's like if you want to be though.
1: the the, the no nah, go. On, i'm sorry i was just no no, no. if, I, you, I if you
0: if you want to be in business you have to be prepared that all of it is a risk like you said the risk might not be your actual life it could be your financial life
1: and that's just as
0: devastating oh sometimes I <laughs> you know, mean, I
1: mean, we all have uh uh families wives things of that nature so you know um, and it, and it and and it takes it it, it takes a village um, yeah and um to 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 be able to have that type of support is key but the biggest support is supporting our is supporting one one another and that's why i was so gun-ho on uh Sunday when he called me I was like yo like he's the perfect he's the perfect. remember I talked like he's the yeah. perfect person. Yeah. And we and we're doing this series um, whether it's weekly, bi weekly, monthly, whatever it is, we're we're highlighting um, entrepreneurs and, and, and we're not uh, stagnant yeah. to young or old or yeah. black or we're just highlighting yeah. entrepreneurs. Good, good. Um who are who are doing amazing things. And they're starting up from the ground level. Um, mm-hmm. and that's very, very important. Uh, because we're moving in such a corporate world. And nothing wrong with corporate. Don't don't get wrong. They help pay my bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody right. buy some art. And I need to yeah. keep that corporate job. Yeah. Yeah. You, that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep that corporate. <laughs> I need to buy that work. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh but um it's 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 just very important that that there's a balance. Yeah. And and that's all I'm saying. Just a balance uh with Corporate and entrepreneurship and, and all those different things make a nice mix, you know what I mean? So, the, here's, here's
0: my question to you, Sonny. What was the biggest
2: lesson that you've learned thus far? Mm. What was the biggest lesson that I learned thus far? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will say that you've got to be flexible with yourself, man. Mm. Like you could write things down and have a plan and follow the youtube channel of what the other person (laughs) advised you to do and pay this professional but you gotta you can't be afraid to sculpt while you're you know what i mean while you watch things take shape while you're still moving Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. a lot of us we, we 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 freak out you know we freeze up so that's is, that part quote, of, is, is it that quote Like uh, Bruce Lee Be like water Be like water, water. You do You if, gotta be you like water
0: If you can't The rigidness will break mm-hmm. But if you can flex And bend like the bamboo mm-hmm. You can survive any weather And listen you This know? brother knows
2: There's times where I've, I've Called him You know We've had conversations Long conversations yeah. About things that I'm going through yeah. With it Especially in the early beginnings yeah. and, and, and likewise You know Being each other's support group yeah. And Um but it was those very conversations that allowed me to kind of think back reflect maybe switch up reposition some things right um so that was that was definitely one of the biggest the biggest challenges uh one of the biggest things i learned was to to your very quote you know bruce lee <laughs>
1: so um yeah in, in the the new terms they're calling that pivoting mm-hmm. you know, pivot. right you got it but uh, you want to you want to stay on for the show we got some interesting topics um if you want to stay uh, on and chill. Good. I got I got some wine.
2: You and got stay some that way. wine? I got, I'm got i going to have to jet pretty soon. Oh, my gonna God. My truck, but I'm going to kick it. I'm going yeah, to kick it for you. Yeah, kick it for you. Want some wine or uh, anything? I got something yeah, here. I'm going to grab my little drink there. <laughs> uh, some, yeah, little drink there. Oh, what the hell is, <laughs> is that? Okay. Say, my little chai tea. Yeah, Eight. a little chai
1: tea. Little gets <laughs> me right. <laughs> He's being healthy for the sponsors.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. gives me right. He, where did you get that chai tea from? Ah, uh, I'm from
1: a place in, in downtown called Soy Thirty Eight. Soy Thirty Eight. What up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was drinking for money. Yo, Soy Thirty Eight. I need to be sponsoring this. So we yes. go on, drink, you, yo. what yeah, drink healthy. Yeah, open until noon. Though. I think eleven a.m. Yeah, too. Soy Thirty Eight. Soy Thirty Eight. What up, Joe? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. Uh, so. All
0: right, next topic. I mean, we're gonna jump right in, let's keep things moving. Let's um mm-hmm. let's you you know what let's go back to the takeoff situation because mm-hmm. it's, oh, like I said, it's one of them things where we see we see these things happen and it's almost like it's in slow motion. Like you can almost know every couple of months when you hear somebody in that industry has been taken away by violence it's not necessarily a shock anymore. Like, for me, I don't... I'm just like, who was it? I'm not necessarily shocked that it happened. I'm like, what name now is attached to the violence? Mm.
1: You know? Mm. You know, it's it's unfortunate. You know, you're looking at Young Dog before that, and uh, what's the the young brother, P&B Rock. Yeah, he just And you're looking at some other... uh, I forgot the young lady's name that was out of Memphis. um, and, And... it just goes. I don't want to go through the list, but it's rest in peace to all these mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. these people. But the main thing in all of this is that we got to understand is that we have to take some responsibility mm-hmm. for the music that is being put out. People say, "Well, well, well it's just a... no. It doesn't work like that. It works as the fact that you're putting out things that are." negative yeah. now your life I, I like I get it I understand it's a, is a bad things happen to you but every song should not be a representation of your bad situation you know back in the day uh, hip hop was different it, you got about 12 13 songs maybe 14 if you're lucky you got the first you got you got your hard mm-hmm. joints you got your joints for your ladies, mm-hmm. you got your lyrical joints, and you got, like, some throwaways, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And now, every single song is about just the same old thing, that same old uh, beat, that, that beat, in and it's very, I wouldn't say it's destructive, but hip-hop is for young people. It's for for young people. Tell me this, then. Because
0: I feel like life now is powered by AI. And Mm. people literally, like, if you're a business executive, you're not going to keep putting money in things that are not working. Mm. So, at some point, you got to understand I got to feed the algorithm. Mm. I'm not going to feed the algorithm something that they not really eating on. I'm going to feed the algorithm like some Popeye's chicken. You know they going you know they crunching. Mm. They coming by every week Mm. to get that Popeye's to get that whatever it is that they love Mm. from that consumption. So at what point do you have to say
1: why do the people crave this so bad? The people crave it so bad is because the people that are running it are just about the paper. It doesn't do any more about the culture of of hip hop. Hip hop is not just rap. Hip hop has four different elements. Uh oh, break it now. Well, you got graffiti, you got MCing, you got b boying, and you got rap. So why rap- is why is rap
0: the only thing now that's like seen as culturally valuable? Because it's part of the physiography. It's Physi- like I'm,
1: you I'm, like I'm, you I'm like, like you you, it you it just answered yeah, answer. yeah 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 you answered it, and it's the most easily. Digest
0: it. I and I feel you, but I like my thing is I put some onus on the executives as well because think about it: you a young kid, you got this hit that just blew up on like YouTube or SoundCloud, whatever they listening to, mm-hmm. and then a the exec come talk to you and they like, look, we got a mill for you, make us fifteen of these because we know we're gonna be able to make. 10 15 mil off of yours in the next year or two. Right. At what point are you literally dangling a stake in front of somebody that's literally starving?
1: Well, that's the problem. The problem is that the people the people who are running it don't give a damn about it at all. <laughs> so therefore, when you're talking to your master Ps, your babies, your uh what's the dude from uh from uh Kendra Bar? What's that what's that what's that? Top, T D E T D T D T D E and all these other independent uh labels, you have to support them. You gotta support them because what will happen is the big companies are just gonna force you to be food. These rappers are food and
0: they don't even know it. Most of them. And it's even crazier, like, when you get into the thought of, uh, when they put life insurance policies on these young
1: people. Well, well uh, 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 to be honest with you, everybody, everybody has a life insurance policy. everybody a life insurance
0: policy. You do. Like, like come on now, let's just be real. And see, but I want to be, because sometimes I like to dig a little bit deep, you know what I'm saying? Because let's say you put a couple mil on a young dude to pop off. Right. His song's doing well, you yeah. know, he doing some shows he's right. getting some money right but it's not recouping as fast as you had anticipated doesn't it make sense that some of these situations are orchestrated allegedly this is allegedly all of course it's all legend allegedly doesn't it make sense that if you got 20 million sitting on his life it's just like putting a hit on somebody like if somebody if the streets know that it's a hundred bands on this person's head and you might work the whole year and only make 30, 40 at your regular job. Somebody might just get hungry enough to take that. Do you think the record issue is that
1: sinister? God Jesus.
2: <laughs> I do. That's sick. I do. Nah, because we don't have that same issue with country music. No, and we that's not that same issue because we have to remember hip hop is rooted in and that's poverty. Right? The idea of not having. And then how there's a corporate infrastructure, right, that we're finding that we're essentially talking about. We're talking about executives who have temporary jobs and their whole success is only predicated by what degree they're willing to go off a black life, right? And what they're willing to put at risk. Um, and there's no concentration on when you sign that young man or young lady on accounting or what the, what their career was looking like afterwards. Right, what their structure is like, they don't care about that. There's a corporate infrastructure you're assigning yourself to, which is all connected and rooted in, like we said, property. So the idea of, you know, I'm gonna take from that brother who's got 20, who's valued at 20 million. I'm gonna take Nipsey Hussle's life. I'm gonna take so and so. You know, somebody else's life. Um, and, and and but on the flip side of all of this, guys, I mean, and I think that what we have to also understand is. We're only talking about one, one section genre. of, of, yeah. of, of hip hop. Hip hop is vast. Mm-hmm. So for us to come with a linear view on just hip hop alone, this culture, yes, this what we're talking about, you know, in relation to Titicov, amigos is the dominant. But there's so many other artists out there who are putting out great music, who never have to look over their shoulders, right? Because of the quality of hip-hop music that they produce. Most right? So in this dominant commercialized a uh, 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 faction of hip-hop yes this is a problem but hip-hop as a whole no. it's too it, 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 it's too layered it's too layered for us to have to well, uh, and, and and that's Sorry. What have no you good and that's what
1: they want you to believe that this one form of hip-hop is dominating everything and that's the problem like like saying said you still you, you you still have these amazing um, groups and artists um, that are still touring the world um that are older, um, that are doing amazing, amazing work. Um and they're being respected and they're being embraced by all different cultures, all different races all around the world. And they're 40, 30, 40, 50 plus. You know, big Big Daddy Kane still touring, Red Man still touring, Method Man still touring, Snoop Dogg still touring, uh Scarface still touring. Even um, if, if you feel like It's still touring. Mm-hmm. But then when we say You know uh, About these younger uh, I gotta be honest with you Almost one hit wonders Not take off Of course Cause he right. He had a good career right? Oh he had an amazing career He changed the whole uh, uh, mm-hmm. Sound In Atlanta rap mm-hmm. Most of you know they're gonna go down in history. Mm-hmm. You know did we did we all like them when they first came out? I did, but some people are like, "Yo, what is this?" <laughs> but that's relative. They still have an imprint. In forever. Forever, their sound was amazing, and um, what you get when you're dealing with these different uh, and and I don't know what their relationship was with the. The Jay Prince's, and I, I don't even want to name these people, but it seemed to me as if they felt that they were good going to Houston. Now, this is, I, I just want to break that as real quick. Mm-hmm. The party was hosted by who? Jay Prince. I okay, know. probably was by Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. Well, his son, I believe. Okay. His son, Jay Prince Jr., mm-hmm. Jazz, Jay, whoever the hell it was. It was a private party, correct? It was. private. It's a private, it's a private party. So at a private party, what what normally happens? Don't you don't you know pretty much everybody at the private party? Yeah. Okay, you know everybody. Pretty, you know pretty much. There may be a couple of women that sneak sneak through. Right? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't see that big booty joint sneak through, she She come. She, 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 <laughs> she could good, come. Right. She's more than welcome. So why? And I get it. It's Houston. People got guns. That's just how they world out is. It's Texas. Texas. It's Texas. Texas. They ain't playing. You know? But in that situation, how did it get to that where we all under the same tree? Everybody knows. Each other. Everybody probably knew each other. They were like, yo, I may not know him, but if he was Jazz or Jay or whoever this dude is. And we all we all cool. We ain't beefing and shit. Like we could, I might smack him in the face. We not even going that far. We not even smacking nobody. It's like yo, like, dog. We all here together, chill, dog. Chill. How do you get to a point where someone is shooting in a public setting at a private event? At a private, a public setting at a private event. How did you get to that? I I can question that. I'm not gonna I wanna I want.
0: because for me I, I look at it and I'm like it makes some type of sense if you think about it from a spiritual aspect. Mm. Because a lot of people don't like to put like for me personally, I don't I don't celebrate Halloween.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I view it as like a pagan holiday, mm. you know. I I view it as something that is surrounded around an energy that is demonic, mm. you know. And if we look at everything just from a flesh surface level It does look like, wow, this was just stupid. This makes absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it one level deeper, the spiritual side of it is what happens on Santeria? You know, what happens during um, All Hallows' Eve? These things have lineages that are actually deeper and much older and much richer than even our current culture. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when I look at it, I think of, okay, this, this actual day begs for blood. Mm. Like, I don't know if you heard about the three people that went missing in Mexico on Halloween. Of course what? I did. I
1: just heard about it from, from, uh, uh shout out to Willie, to uh, Willie, D. So many, Willie D. So many, so many of these, like, if you, let's just say this. A if you go girl, back. two girls. I yeah. Mean, uh,
0: two, two, two guys and a girl. Yep. If you go back every Halloween the the murder rate literally raises in every city just on that one day alone. Mm. So to think like, you're at this private event, it's not nothing spiritual going on at this event, like people aren't in the frame of mind of like, let's give praise to <laughs> the most High. that's not happening, you know, so it's like obviously, maybe there's some marijuana involved, maybe there's a lot of drinking and intoxication going on, so Those spirits, when they get a chance to move and fester in that environment, sometimes that demonic thing can just flip a switch on somebody. And what would, on another regular day, might have just been a bad argument. Maybe even somebody got punched or whatever. And then we walk off, you know, whatever, name calling. But this day demands blood. Mm. Halloween demands blood. Mm. All Hallows Eve is literally the... What they call a spiritual purge. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not uncommon if you think spiritually as to what's actually deeper happening. But nobody likes to understand that music is spiritual. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Every vibration, every kilowatt is programmed Mm -hmm. to make your body have a feeling. And a lot of times, like people don't equate water to their body. Your Mm -hmm. physical body is ninety percent water. Come on now. So if you have a vibration that's pumping through it you have to understand is that vibration toxic Mm. or is that vibration edifying Mm. because if the toxicity is high then you add another toxicity which is maybe some heart uh, alcohol or spirits then you throw another toxicity maybe some pills maybe some marijuana then Mm. another toxicity Mm. you got uh, the lust of the flesh beautiful women running around the Mm. egos going crazy Mm. and then you throw another oh it's Halloween Mm come on, it's a recipe for disaster, some days I just know for a fact, you don't do this you don't go out on these days just because spiritually your mind is telling you is it worth it, like on Halloween matter of fact, I was driving home from work and I saw a car behind me all these kids in the car with these like um, rave lights you know the little neon lights, they in the car just going crazy, swerving in and out of traffic and I'm like They're on their way to destruction, and they're not even conscious of the fact that whatever that music is playing in the car, like, you could almost, just by the way they were driving, you could tell it was some, you know, like, whatever they was listening to was getting them turned up for the event they was about to attend, and they just gave no care about their life. You swerving in and out of traffic, it was, it had lightly just rained. I'm like, so the, the, you know, the roads are slippery. yeah. Yeah. It's tracking the trailers out here, and I'm like, "Come on, y'all on the highway swerving like this is like,
2: Ooh, buddy." It goes back to that point about accountability that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accountability Count- on all fronts. Mm-hmm. You know, not even just, not even just the yes, the me, the music and the and, and the executives and the and the and the orchestrators, but the performers themselves. Right, taking a look at their lives mm-hmm. and at what degree and how fast you're living. 'Cause in those artists at that level, you're living such a fast life. And you're wearing these chains but not realizing that those chains come with a heavy burden. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A hundred you more, call, your, you 100? 100? <laughs> And call you on your saying other words and you're making gun references and you're doing all these things on this part of hip hop, listen, it's gonna it's gonna cost you and at some point it may not be your life, right? And in some cases like this it may. Some people are playing Russian roulette too much as some of these top tier rap artists, not realizing that this is not normal behavior. <laughs> you know, it's not normal. It's not yeah, going out to the so. club and oh no dodging bullets. And, man, that was crazy, man. Laughing it off, haha. Or getting shot and walking it off and think that's a bad job. That's not normal life.
1: No, it's not normal life. And it's, and it's sad. But uh, yeah, but we're going to move right along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about this. Uh, this uh, Kyrie Irving situation. The Kyrie Irving situation. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, we're just going to talk about, you know, as far as... And rest
0: in peace to Takeoff and his, you know, all the yeah, people that take off are hurting from seeing this tragic situation.
1: Yeah. They, asked, they asked Takeoff. They said, uh, I, I believe, I forgot who the person was, but they asked him. They said, uh, uh, were you on the Bad and Bougie song? He said... Did it sound like I want to
2: bad And a good brother, real quick, uh, a, real, a good brother mentioned this. But I want to say the brother's full name. Yes, his name is takeoff, but mm-hmm. out of respect, it was Kershnik Kyrie Ball. Okay. Right? So respect and rest in peace to Kirshnik Kyrie Ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah. A real, man, his mother gave him his dad name. So yeah, Kershnik Kyrie Ball. Respect. respect. Word up,
1: yo. You know what so, I mean? So um,
0: transition into the Kyrie situation. Mm-hmm. The first thing that literally pops into my mind is buck breaking. Oh gosh, it go it goes straight there <laughs> for me. You know, like, I'm not one to mince words. You know, because like honestly, being an entrepreneur, being in this position, because I have worked for corporate, mm-hmm. I understand when you walk into an environment where somebody is paying you your check, it's there is a power dynamic, whether you want to. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, it is. So it's like, I've had people maybe, you know, come to me during my corporate time where they would be like, oh, we must be paying you too much because that's a nice car you got there. And I'm like, "Oh, what does that, you know, I'm doing my job. I'm coming on time. That's sick. (laughs) But it's this thing where I feel like they feel like they, own Kyrie like you're the owner of the team but it's also ownership of my pawns my players like I put this I put this this point guard on the field you know like on, on the court I put this center on the court I put like he's up in that owner's box and then they call it an owner's box you know you in the owner's mm-hmm. box you looking down on your employees mm-hmm. that you pay millions and millions of dollars they're well paid of course. but at the same time There is this level of you not allowed to do anything that's going to make me look
1: bad. You know, what's what's really strange is that people say, well, he's not allowed to say that on corporate time. When does he ever get a time off of corporate time? When are you not a part of corporate time? When do I become a, a person who's able to speak freely as a man or one, whatever you want to call whatever it is, them, it, or, I don't know. But when do you ever say, yo, I ain't on corporate time right now. So are you telling me that every day of my life I'm on corporate time? That don't even make sense. So I'm in, I'm, you control me every day because if i say one thing that's affecting the business but when am i off the business time my business time should be nine to five is there a time where i can say yo yeah i tweeted this is at 12 o'clock in the morning i was drunk as fuck on a saturday no you are on corporate time so i'm always a part of corporate time
0: but if you look at the contract, they sell their likeness in, that's per- fine. in perpetuity. That's fine. So they. That's part of the deal. So the owner is saying, because I gave you thirty million, you have to. Your mouth only speaks what I want
1: you to speak. You're you're a puppet. Well, that's the game then. Well, he, well, if if that's what he signed, then he gotta live up to that joint. Word up. Then he don't got. To st- He's saying what he's saying, and I love what he's saying. But if he signed that deal for that, then that's on that man and shit, and he got to live up to that. And like Kwame Brown, like he was oh, saying, "Oh, is a bad Kwame Brown?"
0: Yeah, I, I love, love Kwame. <laughs> 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 like, like Kwame say, like you know, it's certain things when you take that <laughs> money. You know, when you when you take the millions, they pay you to be quiet, yes, sir. So, mm-hmm,
1: sure during your ball playing time. <laughs>
0: You're not allowed to speak. Not allowed to speak. You're not, speak. You're, not allo- you're not allowed to say anything non corporate related. You know what I'm saying? So once once your corporate is over, then like Kwame Brown was like the get go along get along. Come game. on, now. You said, come on, go along you get know? along game. So it's like you you can <laughs> see oh, it. Now. You can see it in real time. Yes, the go along get along game is real. Came out so strong versus. Kwame, I mean mm. versus well, definitely Kwame. Come on now, Kyrie as well. You know, like seeing Shannon Sharp. Oh God, saying what he said, and it was like, on some level, you can understand like, okay, you gotta go for bat for who's paying you. You gotta, oh, of course, you, you gotta understand like this is a corporate game. We we signed up to take these millions to promote. A brand. You know what I'm saying? Everything is a brand. The Brooklyn Nets is a brand. Of course it is. ESPN, that's a brand. So it's like, we see what Kyrie is literally sacrificing to bring truth to the forefront. But it's like, whose truth are you being paid to uphold? Because if it's not your truth, then you can't
1: complain when somebody takes away what's theirs yeah and and but you gotta understand what you said it's a sacrifice sacrifice is not easy yeah a sacrifice is hard you know what I'm saying (laughs) like no one's sacrificing they're like yeah that's an easy sacrifice you know what I mean it's like it's something that's going to take you out of the normal situation so if Kyrie Irving is sacrificing something then he gotta go through sacrificial things and we can decide to ride with Kyrie or whatever it is but Kyrie has decided to do this, and one thing I don't like is people say, "Well, he got enough money; he's straight." I don't know how much Kyrie. every month. I don't know. Kyrie right, could I have can't $2. count his bank account. I don't, I don't no. know. Okay. If Kyrie ever said he wanted to get ten million dollars bank, I bet he couldn't. I bet Kyrie could not go to the bank right now and say, "I want ten million dollars." He'd get a five phone calls from five different investors <laughs> saying, you, "What? What? What? Why? Why?" So. It's, it's, it's not as cut and dry as we think with this. And he's willing to sacrifice whatever he's doing to, I don't know what his cause is. I don't know why he's doing it. It could be on a Colin Kaepernick level. It could be on a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar level. It could be on a Muhammad Ali level. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that he is willing to go through the fire and whatever goes through that is what it is right I mean
0: my thing is too like I feel like they was out to get him from last year yeah because the fact that he stood up and was like alright I'm not going to take whatever the uh, you know the, the this, yeah the jab so it's like why why would we police another man's body anyway you know like if you want to take it that's on you. But if another person doesn't want to, why are we saying let's let's destroy your livelihood. Okay. Let's let's knock off everything that you have just because you won't acquiesce to our demand. Now if he like he said, he took his punishment. He sat down. He lost 15 million in one contract year. Yeah. That's a lot of bread.
1: <laughs> I'm sure his management was like, "Come on, son. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. please." All right. But Okay. How many? How many Instagram followers a company ever have? I don't. Know. I know it's in the mill. Okay. Let's just say ten million. Let's just let's just say. I'm I'm sure it's more than that. Do you know how much it was to that pharmaceutical companies cost to take the jab? You know you know it, it is each each jab that pharmaceutical companies cause that are written off by grants and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's about two three hundred dollars. Probably a little bit more. I'm 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 gonna go under the... Let's just say a million people. Let's just say in New York City alone. Say I ain't taking it because Kyrie Irving said I'm standing for Kyrie. You got three, four hundred people. I mean, three. You got about a million people. Let's say a million people at three hundred dollars a shot. How much is that? About three hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Okay, that's a million people. It had nothing to do with him not taking it. It had more to do with the economic. You have to follow the money. Yeah. Yeah. It had nothing. You got three, you got $300 million that people be like, yo, I ain't taking it because A million people say I ain't taking it because he ain't taking it. That's only one one, I don't even know factors, factors, that I failed in that. But one percent of the people out of his 10 million people said that they weren't going to take it. 300 million dollars for one man. Do you understand what? 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 Man, let to do. They don't give a fuck. Excuse me. They don't give a doggone if he's taking it or not. It's about the money, the influence, the influence. Yes. And that's why they keep doubling back, to because they say that he has so much influence. Yes. That Netflix, and I don't want to name it because I'm not, I don't have time for that, because they're not paying us. Right. But that documentary has gone up tenfold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. dude's a hundred millionaire probably now. If they would have
0: ignored it, it would have never gotten this much controversy. number six on, six on
1: Amazon. Amazon. It's number six on Amazon. What is number one? I imagine.
2: What is number one? Uh, Birkenstocks. Probably. What the heck is that? Birkenstocks. The little the slip-on so shoes. Oh, you talking about like items or just like movies? No movies. Oh, movies. Yeah, oh, movies. She said Birkenstocks. I never heard it. I don't know. Maybe like
1: ten minutes. Or something. Okay. This dude is set for life. Yeah. It probably took him $100,000 uh-huh. to make that documentary. No, eight grand. It took him, oh my <laughs> god! It
0: took him $8,000? Yeah, Kyrie made that movie back it <laughs> Yo! But that's the it number. took
1: him 8000 How you get that fat? Who told 10, you that?
0: And that yeah. was literally
2: what he said. Oh and my god! 8, and Yo! What? All the pan Africanism and all the little intellectuals on YouTube are now all of them stories, are now pressing it and pushing it. Oh TV my god! $8,000? You know what I mean? Duh
1: Minister Farron everybody talking about And this man has made how much how much how much how much think he made? I don't know. Because How much think he made? I know
0: it went from I forgot what it was priced before this, but I know it's like $59 to buy it and like eleven ninety nine dollars to rent it. So it's 59 to buy it? It's 59 to buy it. How, how much this,
1: this is And point. he got three or four books too. Just. Just just, just give me a rough. i I'm like, just, just give me a rough estimate. How much, how much do you think he made in the last three, three weeks? At least two, three mil. At three least mil? Yeah, I think he got eight thousand dollars to two to three mil. He changed Almost his off life. Of a repost, not even, not even. He didn't even
0: brand it. He three just repose. said. One click, like you know what's crazy? Check it and out. And everybody
2: else isn't talking; they're not dropping the actual name, the title, right? Like ESPN will never drop. Our oh name. yeah, they not going to no say the never name. Say, no <laughs> one's ever saying the name, and I think that element to it is also what's selling, it's right? Mysterious. Because it allows people to dig, and we love Ooh. to dig <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We love yeah, digging, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. we do it with TMZ and everything of else. Of course, day, right. So the, the fact that they're not even going to say the name, but we go we have our phones, <laughs> so we're going to do what we do. You know what I mean, and it's giving us truth. It continues to feed Black people truth. It's wild. You talking about that? A thing that we're always on the path of self-discovery
1: for. for? Mm-hmm. We we're we're always constantly we're such for that.
2: Form. And but right, you would never stop. This is different. This is definitely different for uh, now. I, I I I hope and ask that uh, the brother Kyrie is also having a circle of of people around him. Definitely. But, right, definitely advisors, scholars. Uh, um, uh intellectuals, just those who have spent their whole career studying this. That way, they can show him how to communicate this. Exactly, exactly. Because now he's in a very like tender space where he's like, man, okay, I got people I got really watching, moving. Yeah. Yeah. moving, yeah, and watching me. Yeah. So I hope that he has people. Maybe even civil rights leaders, former, just there. You know what I mean? To give him some, give him some play because he's still young. There's a lot of of charisma Mm -hmm. that comes Mm -hmm. with that. Energy and and, and speaking by the heart. And sometimes that can
1: knock knock you out. Do you understand that Kyrie already has hit on two of the most uh, controversial topics in the last 30 to 40 years? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. COVID, Mm -hmm. refusing to get the jab. Then the the uh, the uh, Jays mm-hmm. um and talking about that. Do you understand us back to back? They can't
2: stand them, so, they want them gone. But they want them all the way out. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I think that he will retire. On, and no, he's he's gonna retire, and guess what guess what's gonna happen? Kyrie going to be 60 doggone years old, and everybody going to love Kyrie like they love Muhammad Ali. Exactly. They're going to say, God, he was a great man. they making his legend now. they making his legend They're going to say, damn, he was a great man. Cause he, because the boy got scared. Ain't like he a bum. Right. Ain't
2: like he on the bench. Well, and also, he played at the highest level. The highest right? so level. Remember, the NBA is the highest form of yes, basketball. Sir. So so even to that point, the brother, has also. let's say he does lead. yes he has yeah, you you go to that. Big Three and rock with Ice Cube. to oh, oh, go shine. Nah, ahead. just leave, just leave. Right, you can leave all together. But I'm saying when you play at that highest form, you also gotta deal with the highest level of consequence. It's yeah, So we get as much as expected. Exactly. And so that also means you're dealing with an institution that you're going up against. Mm-hmm. And an institution is packed with reinforcement, it's packed with paperwork, and they're packed with lawyers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, your ten million dollars ain't, ain't going yeah, to That's nah. right? <laughs> like, they're gonna they're gonna laugh at that. Come on now, we've seen this before.
1: That's we've joke seen money. This game before. Yeah, that's that's super joke. But I mean, I, we gave I you mean, the money. money. If we gave
0: you the money, how much you think we got? Exactly, exactly. And that's how. Mm-hmm. But same thing goes to A. You was worth eleven billion dollars with these strategic connections, right? But if we take your uh, distribution away even your brand now is worth significantly less because how are you going to get it to the people? You know, that's why he was going off on Sway. Like, you don't got the answer, Sway, and this, that, and the third because Sway didn't calculate how long it takes to build infrastructure. So when you build, when somebody has an infrastructure already built and then they license your creativity, your path to millions or billions is much shorter than if you have to actually create the manufacturers Create the pipelines, create the relationships with each individual store like it takes
1: forever it's not that it can't be done yeah it's just the path is much longer I think you know I can only speak for myself if I, if I can have three locations I'm not a billion a millionaire billionaire whatever you want to say mm-hmm. Kanye West could easily Easily do pop-ups or buy real estate. See, that's his problem. What he's done? He needs to buy no real retail real estate. Oh yeah. So he could create his own stores, Yeezy stores. i my, my. There's a
0: critique to that for me because, like, when you're on the business side of it and you have retail there also comes a significant amount of uncertainty because just like COVID happened, boom. Now what if people can't get to your stores for the next two years? Yeah, mm-hmm. These things are so uncertain that you take a gamble like that and don't really... Like, because, you know, you say you got a billion or you got a couple hundred million, mm-hmm. but you find yourself in 20, 30 different locations. Yes, yeah, yeah. you're right. You really spreading yourself. You're right, you're right, like, you're
1: right, you're right. You you,
0: right. Them M's can disappear like... Real literally. fast. Yeah.
2: You, know, you, right, so. you right. you right. You talked about. She can also buy advisors and a team. You can have a fortune. Because yeah. yeah. it's not going to be Kanye West. It's going to be Kanye West and his team. Corporation. Corporation right. Yeah. So he got to become can, corporate. He can, yeah. He, <laughs> he has corporate. to become. He has to be in corporate. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Raising funds for Kanye West is, is very easy. Right. I'm sure there's other companies now that would even, as crazy as it sounds, that still want to take him on. Yeah. yeah. Would you, if Kanye West decided to have an IPO?
1: Mm-hmm. For Yeezy, like Yeezy's like Gap, like Adidas, like anything. Yeah, yeah. Would you invest in the Yeezy IPO? No. Me personally, I would. Yeah. I, of Yeezy or kind of, no? Yeah, not Kanye West. No, like like Yeezy. Yeezy's Yeezy. like Gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if Yeezy, Yeezy yeah. has stores all around like yeah. McDonald's, I'm following you. Would you, if the stock started at let's say eighty five dollars a share? Yeah, let's
2: do
0: it. Hell yeah, let's do it. I would too. Let's do it. I would. I, would, I mean, because my thing is at the end of the day the intangible is creating something desired by the people yeah. corporations can't make the intangible like you see Adidas all the time they they have all of the infrastructure all of the power all mm-hmm. the distribution mm-hmm. but can they create something that has a demand as bad as what Kanye created? No. that's no. why the creative has the ultimate power as in, in a form but corporate has created a power structure that supersedes the creator right, right, right. You know? you're know, you right
1: you're right if it wasn't for kanye west you book it just go to groom guy yeah shout G- out to sonny thank yes, you sir. for stopping by G R O O M G U Y groom guy, guy. <laughs> uh, we're
0: gonna we're gonna uh end it up here um thank y'all for tuning in This has been like our first podcast. We really appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, As you can see, we're not afraid to tackle the topics. We're going to bring it intellectual. We're going to have conversations about entertainment. We're going to talk business. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be a free-flowing type of thing. Nothing too structured, just good conversation with good people. Until next time, peace. Peace. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share, and turn that bell notification on. If you want more podcasts like this, peace.